Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Make sure you are following me at Brian H. Waters, of course. Make sure you are following the Wrestling Realm at Wrestling Realm. You know what? I'm going to put it right there on the screen. So for all my people out there joining me on YouTube, Thank you. Thank you for tuning in right now as we get ready to talk WrestleMania, Mount Rushmore. As you know, I got the My Roma Mania shirt on. Shout out to the real Dwayne Allen for this design. That's what he do. You know, make sure you give him a follow too. It's right there. Real Dwayne Allen at Dwayne Allen 24. So let's get right into it, folks. Um, You know, like I said, we're talking WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania season. Yes, AEW took place tonight. Yes, NXT took place tonight. I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't watch them with my full attention. I have an interview that I'm going to play a clip of it later tomorrow. Make sure you check out my interview with the answer to your prayers, Ariella Nix. I think we're going to drop that about 6 o'clock tomorrow. So you don't want to miss it right here on YouTube. It will premiere live on this channel. But... Like I said, tonight we're talking the Mount Rushmore's of WrestleMania. It's so many. You know, when you look at Mount Rushmore, you think about that mountain out there in the mountainside over on the West Coast, in the, I believe it may be in the desert. You know, it's got George Washington, it's got Abraham Lincoln, and two other guys. No, don't know it. You know what? If they redid it, I would say put Barack Obama on there for obvious reasons. But. I'm obviously not here to talk politics. WrestleMania, you know, I mean, we talk about the Mount Rushmore's of wrestling. So many people have different lists. They got, some people say you can't have a Mount Rushmore without Hogan. Some say Flair. Some say George uh, Hackenschmidt. Some people even say Buddy Rogers. Some people say Bruno San Martino. Everybody has their own type of list. So what I did was I went to Wrestling Wrong group page. And I told my peeps out there, I said, look, you out there, share, just go ahead. Let me know what's your Mount Rushmore of WrestleMania matches, right? So that was interesting. I got a lot of response and, you know, I had to screenshot it. So that way I would make sure I would remember. And I'll start off with, you know, we had a guy, Damon Montgomery. These are his matches. Hogan versus Warrior. Sean versus Razor. Austin versus Brett. Benoit, Triple H, and Sean. Um, you know, I ain't going to go through the whole list. I'm going to tell I ain't going to put everybody's name out there. I put it like this. I'm going to go. I'm going to make sure I mention everybody's matches, but I'll go across matches I didn't see. Of course, I'm going to mention like those who I'm very close to because I'm pretty sure they wouldn't care. You know, my Uncle Troy. 
his number one, Hogan, Mr. T versus Piper and Orndorff. Hogan and Rock, Savage, Steamboat, Dudley's, Hardy's, Edge, and Christian. That's an interesting list. Um, shout out to Dr. D. He got Warrior vs. Hogan, Savage and Steamboat, Brett, Sean, Austin, Taker. They got James. Uh, I'm, I mentioned now. Oh, real quick, I go to Corey. Corey got Macho and Steamboat, Warrior, Hogan, Brett, Sean, WrestleMania 12. Taker, HBK, WrestleMania 25. Um, shoot, I forgot Banks' list. Um, oh, man. I, 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 one day, definitely shout out Antonio Banks because he always comments. I just don't have it on my screenshot right now. But I'm going to go to I'm gonna make some mentions of some names before I get to my list. James Adder Burns, he's got Austin Rock, um, WrestleMania 17. Um, so that's a different one. Chris Garrison said just four of his faves, not his top four. He got Warrior Savage, WrestleMania 7. He's got Triple H, Undertaker, WrestleMania 28, first time on this list. Sean and Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 21. And see, this is, for his list, this is personal. His favorite four. That's what your Mount Rushmore can be, folks. It's not always have to be the right answer because this is something we want to debate over and over again. That's what we do, right? Um... Reese Borges, he's got HBK and Brett. Okay, yeah, we mentioned that. One, you know, he has, you know, some of the same uh, on here. Chris Garrison, he's got, oh, yeah, I mentioned him. Um, Damian, uh, I'm sorry, Dwayne Williamson. He's got one match that hasn't been named yet. Brett and Owen. And he also got Brett and Austin. You know, Brett Hart fan there, maybe? I know I am. For Octavio Martinez, a match on here, uh, he's got Bretton um, Austin as well. Hogan and Warrior, that's a match that hasn't been named yet. Uh, Ernie Peters III, you know, same thing. Shout out to him for commenting. He has, you know, a lot of the same matches. My boy Kevin, Kevin uh, Kennedy, we call him Kebone around the way. He's got the triple threat match with a Taker, um, I mean, excuse me, with Benoit, Sean, and Triple H. Everything else, you know, he's pretty much got some of the same matches listed. Um, here's the first. Chris Clark, he has Seth Rollins winning the championship, turning the main event of WrestleMania 31 into a triple threat match. That's the first time that's on this list. Uh, Michael, Michael McNulty and Justin Burns, you know, they have some of the same matches that we've already discussed before. So that's the thing about this is that you will have a lot of people who have some repeats. I mean, it's that's what we're going to do as wrestling fans. But, you know, I thought about it. And so, let me give you my list. First, I got to go Hogan and Rock. I watched that match this morning while I was working, work, teleworking, you know, I was on the background while I was doing my work. And when you think about the moments, the buildup, a match you never thought you would see, Hogan and Rock, you and like they always say, you never thought you was gonna see Tyson Ali. You never will see Tyson Ali. You never will see Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds. But you got to see Hogan and Rock. To me, it was the Kobe Bryant versus the Michael Jordan. You know, you could be on either side of the argument and make a good point. But the match, not only was the buildup great, folks, but the match itself was great. You go back, I mean, it's just so much storytelling. You see uh, 
the fans starting to turn on the rock because now yeah hogan did all that bad stuff but he's back in the sky dome and now he's got all the hulkamaniacs of kind of because now it's something special about hulk hogan and wrestlemania his first time there since wrestlemania 9 we're talking wrestlemania 18 so that's definitely on my list it's you know perhaps it's also one of my favorite matches in wrestlemania history savage and steamboat i mean when you think about WrestleMania, you think about going out there, putting on the best match you could possibly do, having the best performance, and that's exactly what these guys did. For the longest time, it was everybody's greatest match in WrestleMania history. And it's just one of those matches, like, I believe a lot of people, I know myself, go back and watch every year when they get into WrestleMania season. It's like Christmas, right? WrestleMania season is like Christmas. You play your music, you get your decorations up, and you get ready for the big day. WrestleMania, most of us diehards, what we do, we put on our favorite matches, we go through it. Now we got a WWE Network, so we'll just randomly go through matches. Some people watch all all the way until the big day. Some people don't. And then usually by the time WrestleMania gets here, you watch that one, and then you may watch it again a couple of days later, but then you're kind of WrestleMania it out. It's like Christmas, right? After Christmas Day hits, how often do you play music? Do you play music until um, New Year's, or do you stop after Christmas Day? But then another match that may surprise you, that's on my list, and I didn't see it on that one person list, and that's Charlotte and Oscar. They showed this match on Monday Night Raw. I watched it then, and I watched it again. It's one of my favorite matches. This right here was probably the moment, one of those moments where Charlotte Flair had like really, really started becoming one of my favorite women's wrestlers. You see the story they told. Oscar, who can be Oscar? Charlotte had done so much, done it all pretty much, except be Oscar to this point. And when she did it, it may have shocked some people, may not have, but it wasn't like it was a guarantee. I mean, Oscar, you for those playing Booker. Oscar won the Royal Rumble. Why would they have the first woman's Royal Rumble winner to lose her match at WrestleMania? But the story they went out there and told, I urge you, if you haven't seen this match in a while, go back and watch it. And then last, but certainly not least, a match that I even said when this happened, this had taken the place of Savage and Steamboat. And that was Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 20. And the match at 26 was just as good. But this right here, I mean, you're building from can Sean beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania? Because he never lost to Taker. And Taker, can he finally beat Shawn Michaels? So much that went on. So I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, definitely to me the greatest WrestleMania match. And like I said, it was hard to push back Savage and Steve Boat. But this one right here definitely earned it for me as the title, the greatest WrestleMania match in WrestleMania history. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure if you're just tuning in, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you do not, will not miss an episode. Because I promise you won't be disappointed Make sure you check out all the things that we're doing right here on the wrestling realm. 
because we having a lot of fun and we're still practicing social distancing. So, but now it's time to go into the women's matches because they've made strides in the past few years. And I have to say that it's been great. And you look at how far they come. WrestleMania one, they was on the card. No more until WrestleMania ten. And then, you know, I was listening to those wrestling girls. Shout out to Queen PR and Krista B. They did a show. Make sure you check that out on the women of WrestleMania. Very good. Very thorough. And I thought about it. I said, man, I got to have a Mount Rushmore of women's matches. Now, I'll be honest with you. Most of them kind of took place within the past three, four years. But nonetheless, obviously, I'm putting Charlotte and Oscar on there. Say no more. I've already talked about that match. But then Trish Stratus and Mickey James. To me, one of the best matches of WrestleMania 22. You look at the build up. Trish Stratus, my favorite of all time. You look at the build up. Mickey James chasing her. And then it was like she was obsessed with her. Only. Because she was trying to get in her head. And that night she finally did it. Taking her prize possession. The women's championship. And this was like one of those things. Like yeah. This was epic storytelling. At a time where they were getting time. But not. They wasn't quite where they are now. So it's definitely on my Mount Rushmore women's matches. Sure, we all know, yes, Trish was on in matches with Lita and Jazz or Lita and Victoria, or was it Jazz and Victoria, um, leading up to this. So it wasn't like she, the women weren't wrestling, but this was like that match. It was like, whoa, okay, they're here. But then there was WrestleMania 32. Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch for the Women's Championship. They was this is the beginning of the women's evolution, and this solidified it. women's revolution. This solidified it because they were on the poster, and they were a big deal, and they were changing the title from Divas title to Women's title. Obviously, Charlotte Flair won this one, but this right here, this was a match to set the stage for what we were going to get from the women moving forward. And then last but not least, we we obviously have to put, you can't have a Mount Rushmore of women's wrestling matches at WrestleMania without the main event of last year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 35, Becky Lynch challenging Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship and Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. And that was the night. The man was solidified and became Becky two belts in the main event. I know a lot of people had a lot to say about the main event, whatever, whatever. Whether how you feel about the match, it was still epic. You still had the women main event in WrestleMania. Did we ever think we was going to see that? No. And it happened. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. When I come back, I will talk. I see championship matches at WrestleMania. But... I uh, had a chance to interview the one and only Ariella Nix 
here's a preview for what's coming up tomorrow right here on the Wrestling Realm YouTube channel and available on podcast platforms everywhere. At one point, you held three titles at once. You know, you held the uh, Capital Wrestling Women's title, the VPW Women's title, and Pro Magic, uh, Pro Wrestling Magic Women's Championship. Can you talk about what holding those titles meant, and especially having the trust from these companies to carry their championship? Um, it meant a lot to me, um, knowing that they felt I was worthy enough to like represent their name and their brand, especially like with Capital, because I was their first women's champion and I held it for 490 days. Uh, Marcus will make sure I have to get that number right. <laughs> but um, yeah, like just to know that they were like, hey, we like her. We feel like she's a good representation to our company. So that will always mean something. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you check out that interview tomorrow, like I said, coming up at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Wrestling Realm. So I promise you Intercontinental Championship matches. If you think back, the IFC title, the workhorse title in professional wrestling. So what's you got to have? You gotta have a list for that because I mean, you're talking about some of the greatest matches and often stealing the show on some of these nights. And I'm starting off with the obvious one: WrestleMania 10. It stole the show. You could make an argument that this is a top five WrestleMania match. Um, some people may say it don't age well. It depends what you're looking for in your ladder match. Great storytelling. Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. Who was going to lead the undisputed Intercontinental Champion? I remember at WrestleMania 9, 10, I was 8 years old. And the big deal was Shawn Michaels had got suspended, stripped of the IC title. Razor Ramon was champion. He won it in a battle royal. Well, they had a battle royal. Him and Rick Martel had to have a match on Raw. Razor would win the title. Boom, Razor's Edge. It was over. Shawn Michaels come back. He got a title. He's claiming he's the Intercontinental Champion. Razor's like, no, I won. I'm the Intercontinental Champion. They suspended both titles up there, and these two went out there and put on a performance. One of the biggest myths out there is that Shawn Michaels was out there having a match with a ladder. And Shawn will say, no, that's not the case. Razor did his thing as well. And, of course, Shawn going to take up for his boy. You know, I mean, it was two. They had a click, you know. But it was definitely a night where the click did their thing and – I know I, I know her rumor and innuendo that uh, that Sean and Razor went over and was it was it Sean and Razor went over? Yeah, I believe it. Sean and Razor went over and Savage was upset. Or maybe Savage and no, I think it was Sean and Razor. They went over. So I mean, you hear the stories; it would make sense, unfortunately. So moving on, the next one, one of my favorite matches, Roddy. Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper taking on Brett the Hitman Hart. Two baby faces. And one thing I was talking to my boy Champ Creed about this, and he brought this up. 
He said, you know, this is one of the first time Roddy was pinned cleaned on television. He was very protective of his character. And he would, uh, Brett would beat him. You know, I, I got the picture of the sleeper hole because, you know, the finish it wasn't good photos. But he would put his foot up on the ropes and then fall back, get the one, two, three. And it was just an epic match. I just watched it again. And I was like, man, I forgot how much I really enjoyed this match. So I definitely advise you to check it out. WrestleMania 8 overall, one of my favorites. Um, some may say this was the match of the night. I think it was Flair and Savage. I think Macho Man had some of the best WrestleMania matches. I just think uh, he was number two, folks. You know, it was Hogan and it was Savage. I mean, let's be real. But... If there was no Undertaker or no Shawn Michaels, Macho Man would definitely be. We'll, we'll get into that later. So, another IC title match. Obviously, I mentioned it earlier, Savage Steamboat. You can't have an IC championship WrestleMania match without mentioning them too. But then the fourth one was a match that happened just two years ago at WrestleMania 34. So a triple threat match. Miz defending his IC title against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, and what a match that was, you know, um, it was one that I know I enjoyed, I, I, this is another one I just watched again, those two went out there, and they just, I mean, all three of those men did their thing, and I remember opening, the, this was opening the card, the main card, obviously, you had Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali, who put on a great match on the pre-show. You had the women's battle royal, the men's battle royal, well, both of the Andre and Giant battle royals on the pre-show. But it was like once the entrance and the pyro and all that jazz happened, this was the match to start WrestleMania. And they went out there and set the tone for ultimately was a good show. Maybe not the finish at the end, but you know, Seth Rollins walked out Intercontinental Champion. You have to believe when you watch this match, they felt like, yeah, now follow that. So, now, this is the one part that a lot of people debate over and over and over again, and that is the moments, folks. What are the top four wrestle? Mania moments. All right, so and as a reminder, none of these are in quote unquote order. Instead, they're just my list, my top four. And uh, you know me, Kofi Mania last year was something that was just special. And this is why this is on my list. It will probably be on the, my list for the rest of my life. To see Kofi Kingston, 11 years, get everybody invested. I mean, I bought three Kofi Kingston shirts last year. To be honest with you, I never purchased a Kofi Kingston shirt. I always liked him, but he wasn't like one of my favorites. But... To see what Kofi Kingston went through leading up to this, had you realized, like, man, Kofi mania, brother. <laughs> and to watch him win that championship, they could have closed the show and it would have been done. I personally felt I wasn't there, but when I watched it, I was like, wow, 
you know, you were emotionally spent because the whole time you're watching the match, you're on edge. And the one thing about this moment, man, to see Big E and Xavier Woods shed a tear. I had Britt Waters on last week, and she discussed for her it was Big E and Xavier Woods fighting for him to get there. It wasn't just the match, but it was so much to see the first African-born WWE champion and to see this, his kids get in there. Me, I'm watching it with all my friends and family. I mean, in the room, there was somebody. My, my, I had a parent. I had an uncle. I had a cousin. I had a friends. Friends, all my friends, that's like brothers, my children. Just all the people for me that I grew up watching wrestling with or that has been a wrestling influence all in the same room and to see us come together when that moment happened, it was special. But then you got to talk about Hogan body slamming Andre. I mean, what a moment that was. It's on all the DVDs. You, you know, when Hulk Hogan got in trouble or some people may say exposed last year this was one of those things where it's like man so what you gonna do about this how you gonna take this moment out you know but it's definitely a Wrestlemania moment yeah it happened before you know in some you know other promotions but this right here was definitely something that was just like wow Hulk Hogan Body slamming Andre. It's an epic image, no matter what. And Hogan beating Andre to get the one, two, three to retain the WWE Championship. And it was Andre the Giant passing the torch. You know, we saw Andre pass the torch to Hogan. Hogan passed the torch to Rock. Rock passed the, the torch to Cena. All this at WrestleMania, man. Another moment. This moment had people. This moment was something we never thought we would see. It was the night Brock Lesnar defeated The Undertaker, ending The Undertaker's streak at 21-0. and 21-0. And I remember thinking, like, man, Undertaker's not going to actually be at 20 WrestleMania matches. But Brock ended the streak, and... You could hear a pin drop. We was at Loafers, local uh, restaurant that used to show wrestling. And I remember everybody's mouth dropped. And you think about, shout out to Ellis, the guy who just stood there and they caught him, eyes wide. He would become a meme. And this was just one of those nights, man. This is one of those moments that you cannot talk about WrestleMania without moments like this. Moments that have you wondering, what did I just see? Moments that have you calling your friends, your family, like, oh my gosh, did this really happen? And then in the same night, two matches later, it's one of my favorite moments. My favorite wrestler, Daniel Bryan, overcoming the odds, overcoming the authority, defeating Triple H, Earlier in the night, but then in this moment, 
he had after defeating Randy Orton and Batista, he was now the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Doing it for people who were told you're too small, you're not good enough, you're just a B-plus player. Doing it for the ultimate good guys. In a time where it's really hard to get that baby face, that good guy, really over because everybody likes the roof of the heels. Everybody likes the cool heel. Daniel Bryan found a way to get everybody loving him. And I remember when this happened. Everybody knows I'm a diehard Orioles fan. And I said, this is better than the Orioles winning the World Series. People looked at me like I was crazy. But I said, it was better than the Orioles winning the World Series. The Lakers winning the championship. The Ravens winning the Super Bowl. This was it. This moment to see my favorite wrestler win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship after chasing and chasing and chasing. What a night. So those are my WrestleMania moments. And now it's time to discuss. You know, now I'm going to go to break because I got to take a break before I do this. I had a chance to talk to John Tay Keith earlier this week. You may have checked out the interview. You may not. But here's a clip. You know, it's real cool to see people getting invested in their craft. John Tay took a trip to Los Angeles to train in their, the New Japan Dojo out there. And here's a clip of him discussing that. Now, how is it being in the dojo? Is it uh, similar to the stories that you hear how, like, the training regimen is over in Japan, like, real stiff and whatnot? Um, it's, it's a little snug, yeah. It's definitely a little snug for sure. But um, it teaches you, like, it's more like discipline. Like, I've been to, like, a few different seminars here in the, uh, in the around the States or whatever, but it's nothing like learning that in, like, the dojo because – they work on like your spirit. They teach you more things, not so wrestling related, but more to like who you are as a person. And that's what like got me out there. I think that's why I stayed. A lot of people like, like a few people quit. A few folks was throwing up. Like it was rough. It was brutal, but that's what they wanted. They wanted to see if you like really love this business and stuff like that. So. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you check out that interview found right here on YouTube or on your podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, you name it. The interview will be available everywhere. So now it's time to talk about the performers. And this is where we're going to, this will be the final part of the show. Because there's been so many, I didn't do no stat check before the show, but there's been so many people who've wrestled at WrestleMania. There's been a handful of people who main evented the show. And there's been a handful of people who's won world championships at WrestleMania. But if I was putting together a Mount Rushmore and I say, who are the four guys that when I pop in my WrestleMania DVDs, this pay-per-view this show is synonymous with this guy so i gotta have john cena on that list without a shadow of a doubt you look back at cena 
made his debut at WrestleMania 19. He dis- he was um, on the pre-show. It was Sunday Night Heat, I think it was still called. I mean, it was Velocity at the time. But he was on there, and he was rapping with Bull Buchanan, challenging Jay-Z and Fabulous to a freestyle battle. He had to, like, paper dummies or whatever. And he said, I main event WrestleMania 20. Now, Cena wouldn't main event until 22, but he did win the world championship at 21. The next year, he would win the United States championship, however, against the big show at WrestleMania 20. So, he's definitely on there. You'd look back, 22... 23, he defeated Shawn Michaels and Triple H to retain the WWE Championship. WrestleMania 24 came up short, but he was in the WWE Championship match with Orton and Triple H. 25, he won the World Championship. I believe that was his first. No, it might not have been his first World Championship win. But he, no, I think it was because I think we were talking about was he going to change that into a spinner championship. But um, 26, overcoming the odds, defeating Batista. Yeah, 27 came up short, but it was him and Miz. He got the Miz over. 28, him and Rock. That right there was like 28 and 29, putting him in a match with the Rock. It was like, okay, this is the guy, WWE, you know, yes, Hollywood, you took Rock from us and you bring us some of those fans back, but this right here is our guy. And, um, I, 28 for me is special. It was my first uh, WrestleMania. So that was my first main event. So it was definitely one I enjoyed. Yes, I rebat, I watched that match also this week. Um, but like I said, John Cena, you, you just look back at all that he's done. Maybe he's not been in the, closing the show, but he's always had that. Like if you're on a, a, a match with John Cena at WrestleMania, you're doing well. So... The next we move on. Without a doubt, you gotta have Undertaker on the list. Twenty was he twenty three and two now? I think that's the record. Looking he will be facing AJ Styles in a week from Saturday or Sunday. That'll probably be the Sunday match. But yeah, Undertaker. Um I really wish he would so I said that I wanted him. It would have meant more when Roman beat him if Roman was the first and then Undertaker left everything in the ring and never came back. Unfortunately, he did. But, I mean, longevity. Longevity. Sure, he's only been in the main event. Was it WrestleMania 13? 13? I I, I should know it, like, off the top of my head. Hold on. Give me a second. 13, 25. No, 13, 26, and 24, and 33. But regardless of what, I mean, that's a like CM Punk apparently was upset because he wanted to be in a championship match, he wanted to be in a main event at WrestleMania 29, but he was in a match with The Undertaker. Like, that's the like, that's like the cream of the crop. So, you definitely, you know, you gotta have a match with The Undertaker, you gotta have Undertaker on that list. I'm just saying straight up, you gotta have Undertaker on your list. And of course, you gotta have the immortal Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was Mr. WrestleMania. WrestleMania one all the way through nine. Consistency. One through eight. He was in the main event in some way, shape, or form. Granted, WrestleMania four, that was Macho Man's coronation. So Hogan had lost in the opening round. Well, he was, you know, it was a double 
it was a what double count out. But nonetheless, Hulk Hogan was always a part of WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania and Hulkamania. The two went hand in hand. So you have to have him. He's definitely he will forever be on a Mount Rushmore of WrestleMania. And then you gotta have Mr. WrestleMania himself, HBK, Shawn Michaels, goes out there, steals the show. One of his one of my favorite matches from Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania was him and Chris Jericho. That moment. You know, I know a lot of people talk about him and Flair. That's not in like one of my top HBK WrestleMania matches, but that match with Jericho when he came back and then the storytelling they did, and then at the end, Jericho gives him a low blow. That legend was like, yeah, Shawn Michaels is back after not being there since WrestleMania 14. And then, I mean, WrestleMania 14, look what he did. A dog on there, broken back, and out there able to perform, getting Stone Cold Steve Austin, ushering in the Attitude Era. And, you know, we never thought we was going to see him after that. So, those are, like, my... WrestleMania performers, folks. I mean, like I said, it's WrestleMania season. I'm excited about it. I don't know how you guys feel. Yes, it will take place in an empty arena. It will take place. Apparently, it's a tape show. Regardless of what, let's enjoy it. What else we gonna do? What's the point in complaining? That the WWE is giving us WrestleMania, the showcase of the immortals, anyway. Sure, fans would love to be there. We would all love to be there. Sure, there will be moments missed. You know, you look back at these moments, and all four of them, to me, you know, whether it's Kofi and the people going crazy, bringing in his kids, or whether it's Hogan slamming Andre. And a Pontiac Silverdome going buck wild. Brock Lesnar slaying The Undertaker and everybody going silent. Or Daniel Bryan cheering and everybody just losing it and the pop. Regardless to what, it's still, we understand you fans. But this is a situation that nobody can control. And the WWE is giving us WrestleMania, the showcase of the immortals. So I'm appreciative. I'm going to sit here and I'm probably going to cook some good food for those two days. And I'm going to jump right on here afterwards and talk to you guys about it. I may have some special guests. We'll see. Um, I don't I think I am I'll still be practicing social distancing. So it won't be I won't be going nowhere and I won't be having friends over. But you know what? Rome, feel free. Maybe we could do a a watch party. Why not, right? Let's do a FaceTime party. Let's do something. We'll figure it out. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for this week's episode. Make sure you are following the Wrestling Realm on Twitter, on Instagram, at Wrestling Realm. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Just simply go on Anchor, YouTube, Apple, Google, Spotify, Subscribe. Yes, we're on Our Heart Radio and we're on Pandora Radio. So you can catch us there as well. Like I said, make sure you get ready tomorrow. My interview with Ariella Nix drops that it will take place at 6 o'clock on the YouTube channel. 
Until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.